welcome on in. This is episode number five of Faye Fam Talks. Uh, the, today we are with Madeline Strawberry, uh, and we are going to be talking all sorts of things about content creation, Twitch, um, and mental health, which is our guest topic of the day. Um, I am Glamour Fairy, and I am a content creator, and most of my content is here on Twitch. Um, I like to talk to content creators about their journeys, gaming news, and a topic of their choice. Um, and I believe with Battleline, I came across her, I, I, I'm not a hundred percent. I'm like 80% sure that it was like through shiny. I, I think it was through shiny wave where we like did a raid or something into your stream or you raided into her stream. I'm something not, like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not completely sure, but, um, I've, I've feel like both of us have been in each other's communities like for a while now um just kind of you know vibing i always like going into your streams and like when you're playing stardew valley you were playing journey of the prairie king like a month ago and you were trying to beat it and i was just like so satisfying to watch you just try to like <laughs> try to try to finish it and it was just so much fun I did. I don't know if you saw me. Finish I think it. you did, and like I, I think I on that one you finished it, and um, it was just like, oh my god, it was just perfect. <laughs> it was so much fun, yeah. and I loved vibing in there. <laughs> um, but uh, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself for everybody else? Sure. I was gonna say no. <laughs> um, <laughs> so hi everybody. Um, yeah, I was addicted to. Journey of the Prairie King for a little bit, but my name is Ashlyn or Badalyn Strawberry, Batty, Strawberry, any of those doesn't really matter to me. Um, I am a content creator here on Twitch, as well as I started making content on YouTube a couple months ago. I'm hoping to get that up and going. A little bit about me. I am a crafter. I love video games, of course. That's why we're all here, right? Um, I really like cozy games. I like games that you can chill and kind of turn your brain off because when I'm not playing games, I am a full-time grad student in a counseling and clinical mental health master's program. So when I'm not slamming my head with textbooks, I like to turn my brain off and play Journey to the Prairie King for like six hours. So <laughs> that's And I make, I craft too. I'll add that. <laughs> Yes, I love seeing uh, any of the new stuff that you post. Um, you did post um, like the little catnip uh, bongs. Mm -hmm. Those were amazing, and I thought they were so cute. I'm like, oh my god, I think I need this for my mom so that she could have it for her cat. Oh I just made god. this pumpkin. Oh my god, it's so cute! Like pumpkin. yesterday, it's full of catnip. They are going nuts over it. <laughs> I love it so yeah. much. Oh my god. Um, but with that being said, you were saying. Uh, that you're mainly on Twitch. Um, how did you start um, or where did you start with Twitch? Like, did you like find somebody and come on here or? Well, um, I always knew that I wanted to do something with streaming or creating content. And I'm kind of a perfectionist. So when I, I tried to do YouTube in the past and like, no matter what I did, I never liked the video at the end because I was like, oh, I could have said this, I could have done this. Um, and I, I much prefer streaming because it's not as edited and it's very just kind of, we go and we flow and we vibe. It's not as uh, specific with all those analytics and everything. Um, and I started back in July. It was my birthday month of 2019. 
Mm, okay. Yeah. So we started kind of around the same time. That makes sense then. Yeah, I, I was pretty sure that we we found each other around that time, around the beginning of you streaming, because I started in May of 2019. Uh, okay. So I probably was hanging out in Shiny Stream at some point, and then either you raided her or we raided you. Um, and I... When, starting with Twitch, like, do, how did you find Twitch initially? Because I found Twitch through YouTube. So, I think I just heard about it from someone. I don't, I honestly don't remember. Um, I think it was, so my partner now, Jake, worked at GameStop. And mm -hmm. we were friends for a while before we dated. And he would just share that, like, oh, yeah, a friend of his streams on Twitch. And, like, you should check it out. Um and I, I kind of just have heard about it. I've seen a lot of VODs posted from Twitch to YouTube. Mm -hmm. So I was familiar with the platform. Um, and I just kind of, like, I started on my little old, I forget what year it is, like my old MacBook Air yeah. laptop, <laughs> which does not support Twitch in any sense of the word. No. Um, like in my childhood bedroom at home. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love that. Um. So you started with Twitch, or you said you started with YouTube, and then you didn't like anything that you were doing, but now you are doing YouTube. Yes, so I deleted all of that content. You can't find it. <laughs> um, thank goodness. <laughs> but I'm, I started with YouTube again. Honestly, like, shout out to Shiny, because she's killing it, and, like, I really enjoy her content. Same with um, one of my mods, Sam. And I like the difference mm -hmm. of content you can make between Twitch and YouTube, because mm -hmm. I feel like with Twitch, you there can be so much good content there. But like once the stream is over, it's kind of gone yeah. unless somebody clipped it or unless somebody is going back to watch it. Like I don't see anyone watching a six hour stream of mine to get this like one golden nugget in the center. Mm -hmm. So I like to edit streams and put them on YouTube, but I also like to do um, I want to branch out into some more like lifestyle stuff mm -hmm. that maybe would do better on there than here. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've I've had some issues before with some of the things that I like doing because, like, as as you are, I am also a crafter, and I've yep. done some crafting streams before, and sometimes they do really well, and sometimes they don't do so well. It just really dep depends. Um, I don't see them as doing well because of um like the chat isn't interacting as much but it's because my chat is also doing the same thing right so like crafting we're, together yeah we're all like vibing and crafting at the same time listening to chill hop or whatever i'm listening to at the time and we're mm -hmm. all just vibing and then i'm like oh that was actually a good stream and i just it was just quieter it was just quieter than i'm used to and i'm not used to uh it being as quiet as as it was in uh the crafting streams mm-hmm Sorry. Um, so, okay. <laughs> so what or who inspires you to stream? Um, that's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, like, starting out, it was very much just something I knew I wanted to do. Um, and then I think nowadays, and this is going to sound so cliche, and I know <laughs> it is, but... Cause there, and we'll get into this later, I assume with like the mental health stuff, but For sure. like there are days that I don't want to stream and there are days that 
I'm like, oh, is it even worth it? Is it, you know, am I wasting my, like, you know, you get the imposter syndrome For sure. feelings and like, obviously, you know, on the days that I really don't want to, I take a break, but I think I just come back to that core group of people and they know who they are. I'm not going to sit here and name names. Mm -hmm. um, the people that come regularly and like the people who I started growing really close friendships with and people I know that do want to spend time with me. So it's really the people who watch for mm -hmm. a big part of it. And then it's my friends like, you know, you and Shiny and Banana and everybody else who are I also like get inspired by, I guess you could say. <laughs> yes. Um, I feel that because like it, it it really is, especially in the first like I don't know, the first like year that you're you're streaming, you really get to um vibe with these people that like you didn't think that you were going to vibe with like you, you just you know they're just yeah. a username when you when they first come in but the, at the same time this person's coming into your, your chat and they're vibing and you're like what is happening like somebody's actually in here hanging you're out with watching me, me just like sit here you're, you're watching me like play this game that i'm absolutely horrible at and yeah. like you're still hanging out like what is this <laughs> exactly it's so crazy to be still like i did a um i did a couple i'm not sure yet if i'm still gonna do them but like i did a couple study streams because uh, a couple people in my community like stick out that are also in the academic world mm -hmm. and i'm like yo i need to motivate myself to study regularly do you guys want to come on we can listen to music and like we'll take breaks together mm -hmm. and it was similar to what you were saying with crafting and i'm like even if there's only three people there that's still three people that decided i would rather watch battling than not right right so. and i've i've done something kind of um i've been doing a little bit of different things on my days off first of all i used to not take days off i used to just like would do six to seven days of streaming a week and uh i would just keep going i would stream between three to four to six or eight hours after mm -hmm. work like i would work for eight hours come home and i would immediately go into streaming and i would just go forever and it was just because i was having so much fun because i wanted to play video yeah. games and i wanted to hang out with these people and then i realized i was starting to burn myself out and i had to stop i had to i had to cut back on it and so um, now I stream only four to five days a week. Um, this week is a five day week, but usually it's, it recently it's more four days. And during the three days that I have off, I have specific things that I do. So like Sundays are my husband's day and where we have kind of like a date night. Cute. And, um, I also play, like I go to work and then I come home and I do a few things with like YouTube and stuff and then I hang out with my husband and then I go to bed and and then it's just that because my husband has to stay up all night for his graveyard shift and then right. Mondays are my mom's day and I hang out with my mom after work um, and then on Thursdays it's in between the two sections of streaming that I have and in between those days I usually just kind of have that as my complete relaxed day because that's also my day off from work right so you need to have like that full day where you do nothing yeah I have a full day yeah. where I can where I can just absolutely do nothing um so it's it's really nice to actually have those days off and I already forgot where I was going with that 
think you're talking about burning out and like oh yeah <laughs> yeah I was surprisingly about... I remembered which is rare that's I, fine I usually don't go off on a tangent on something like this but like <laughs> with scheduling it's something that's different for everybody everybody has something different and I think it's just it's funny because like like I was saying seven days a week streaming is fun to think about yes but then when you actually do it you burn yourself out so damn hard it's not fun mm -hmm. yeah it's it's hard like so i don't um i don't work right now like a conventional job mm -hmm. um i was working right when the pandemic broke out right um i was working in a senior living facility which was probably the worst place to be <laughs> during that and um, i ended up quitting just because they weren't you know taking it seriously mm -hmm. but and it's it's hard right now like in my area i live in very i can curse right yeah cool i live in bumblefuck pennsylvania <laughs> and like the only thing around here is senior living communities and gas stations and retail mm -hmm. um so right now i've just been doing school and like commissions here and there like yeah, a crochet yeah. so i make stuff but i know what you mean like it's I went from when I, cause I moved out recently. So when I lived at home, I wasn't really able to have a schedule because, mm -hmm. um, of not a great home environment, we'll just say. Mm -hmm. And my schedule would change. Sometimes I wouldn't be able to stream. Sometimes I'd have to cancel. So like, as soon as I moved out, I was like, this is it. We're going to do seven days a week. Mm -hmm. We're going to do it like <laughs> six to eight hours a day while Jake's at work. Cause he works full time. And yeah, you're completely right. Like it burned me out and I'm doing school as well. So right now my schedule is opposite of school. So mm -hmm. like I have class at night on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. So those days I don't do anything content related mm -hmm. because otherwise my brain is already dead during a stream, let alone then going to class until 10 at night. Like it's just not happening. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And sometimes it's just, it's good to like really like evaluate where your schedule is at with with those different things otherwise you like we said you burn yourself out and then it's no fun and then you start wondering is this worth it for my right. mental health for me for like the numbers that i'm having like is it actually worth any of it because in reality it's not you just need to no. like you just need to like relax and 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 take a breather yeah and I think, like, the first, if I could say any to anybody, like, the first warning sign is, like, as soon as you stop having fun consistently, mm -hmm. yeah, reevaluate, like, what's going on. Because sure. I go through times, oh my gosh, where nothing is fun. And mm -hmm. then I'm like, I might be burned out. Or it could be depression. We never yeah. really know. It could be both. <laughs> it could be anxiety. <laughs> like, I was having anxiety before this, and I was like, is it normal nerves? Or is this, like, disorder? Or is this... <laughs> Well, blood sugar. <laughs> was it that Among Us game that we were just It wasn't the Among Us game. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> it's just a lot of things that you have to kind of think about with all the different things. Like, like you said, with it, is it depression? Because that was something that I had to figure out too. Like, mm -hmm. um, trying to figure out was I being burnt out or was I just having depression? Because it just kind of bounces on you, and you sometimes you just really have no idea where where well, it right. came from why it came from and it just hits you exactly and it's that fine line of like sometimes streaming makes me feel better mm -hmm. because it's with people that i love and people i care about and my friends but then sometimes 
it's not. So like, it really just, you have to listen to yourself and mm -hmm. like be okay with streaming for 20 minutes and then saying, you know what? Like I've done it because I get panic attacks sometimes and mm -hmm. I got a panic attack like 15 minutes in and I was like, I gotta go. I'll see you in an hour oh, no. if I can. <laughs> and they understand because it's, you know, it's all about like, they're there to support us. Yeah. So, like our health is important. It's I don't the like the whole, that we bring in. Yeah. I don't like the whole like grinding just for the money oh. thing that I think a lot of people do. Right oh yeah. Now. Oh yeah. And I was considering doing that at one point and then i just realized that if i'm having fun and enjoying myself then more likely more people will show up and hang out with me and i can get exactly. it that way and i don't need to be grinding for it and get in like really focused or anything um and i've been seeing quite a change in the last month for myself seeing Yay. like people more people wanting to come in and I feel like I'm being more inviting because I'm I stopped realizing that that fine line between grinding for a full-time position as a content creator yeah and just having fun and enjoying the company that you have mm -hmm. for sure absolutely um, so with you said that you're starting to do more YouTube stuff what are your future plans with content creation Oh, does anybody know the answer to that? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I definitely, I like doing Let's Plays. I do. Mm -hmm. um, but I want to do more, I guess, I'm not, I guess like lifestyle content because mm -hmm. like looking forward, you know, I'm going to be graduating in about two years from now and then possibly going on to my doctorate, maybe waiting a few years. Um, I just want to be Dr. Gamer and that's it. But <laughs> I want to kind of just have content that's related to the positives of video games, because mm -hmm. I think that for a really long time now, the societal understanding of video games has been violence and don't give it to kids and it damages their brain cells. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting here like, I don't play any games that have violence. Okay, I play GTA a little, but like, I don't, I play... Zelda. I play Celeste. I play games that are puzzles, they're working my brain, they're fast reaction time. Like, I like the positives of that. Mm -hmm. And something that I want to do in my academic life is I want to do studies on the benefits of video games with mental health. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, specifically talking about Celeste, which is my favorite game. I have a tattoo of it. It's my username. Mm -hmm. um, and just, like, having that open conversation and I guess more like with the mental health focus, but with gaming, because then it makes it a little bit more accessible to everyone. That's really cool. Because like, that's something that, like, like you said, it's something that has been, been not brought to light as much. Because yeah. us on like Twitch, as a platform, a lot of us are like, mental health with video games is like, amazing yes. we're like we're doing great with this but outside of twitch and outside mm -hmm. of youtube gaming and all that there's people that are still saying that that video games are violence and we're like N -n have you seen animal crossing well right like don't <laughs> get me wrong there are some yeah that I see, you know eight -year -old oh yeah for sure playing mature games but there's there's so much it's like with music there's so much more than just kim by eminem 
which <laughs> the story I listen to, I'm not going to lie to you, but mm-hmm. yeah, there's just, and I think it, it, it puts a really bad rap on it. And it's funny because during my grad school interviews, my advisor, who I now work with closely, was like, I like your chair. Do you play games? And I was like, I don't know the right answer to this question because I don't want it to imp- I don't want it to impact me getting in. And he's like, no, I love video games. And we actually <laughs> bonded on it. But people don't talk about it. And it's a shame, especially in you know today's world where most people aren't able to go outside and play with their friends and do what they normally do. Like mm-hmm. you could have socialization at home safely through video games. Right. And it's so. it's so much more fun that way. I think yeah. <laughs> less sweaty. Yeah, like football on a game. I'm not going outside. I know, oh. right? Ugh, <laughs> gross outside. <laughs> uh, that's why I'm pale for a reason. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna switch on over to the gaming news section. Um, okay. I have just very little stuff. It's pretty much stuff that I feel like you and I have more information with. Um, so I first of so. all. First of all, today is uh, the 10-year th- anniversary for the 3DS being released in the U.S. And I just read wow. this. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm old. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. 10 years that the 3DS has been out. And that's just the 3DS. That's on, you know, the generations before with the DS, DSi, DS Lite. Those came out before. This is just the 3DS. And I'm like, I got a 3DS like, I don't know, five years ago, I think. I'm just taking mine out so you can see it. Because I <laughs> oh have the Oh my god, you have the Animal one. Crossing one. Oh my gosh, it looks so good. It's yes. in Japanese because I didn't know they had a European one. So oh. I have to use my phone to translate it when I play. But that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Um... But yeah, today's the anniversary, and I just, I thought that was pretty neat. I had to write that in my notes today, because I was like, damn, 10 years. And like I said, that's just the 3DS. And I'm just thinking about, like, the regular DS and seeing that and and getting one when I was a kid with my my dad bought us all um, DS lights. Uh, mm-hmm. And when I say all, I mean like himself, my mom, and both of my <laughs> like my sister and I both got one. Uh, so all four of us had the games, and we all played different games. So it was completely different for all of us. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. I'm like thinking back now. I didn't have. I had the original DS, mm-hmm. the light blue, the really chunky one. Yeah. <laughs> and I used to go to like before and after care at school, and we all used to sit in the Picto chat. And like talk shit about the other kids in the room <laughs> because they couldn't see it. Because they <laughs> couldn't see it. Elementary school kids. That's what we did. Yeah. Um, oh my god, that's crazy. Because I'm like thinking that was probably the first. I think that the DS was the first like console I ever had. I had a Game Boy Advance, and I think I had it for like a month. My parents didn't like video games, so mm-hmm. like I didn't. My grandma would buy me. The games and like every couple of weeks we'd go to the GameStop um, in my town, and so I think I had like one game on my Game Boy. I don't really count it. I was too young, but yeah, I I had um, Animal Crossing Wild World 
was like the first game I ever yes, played. Yes, that was one of my first games on on the DS because my my family is a gaming family, as you can mm -hmm. tell with you know four DS lights in a household. We spent most of, of our money on on video games and stuff like that to bond with each other rather than going on like vacations or something like that. I love that. Can we switch? <laughs> vacations were horrible with my family. We like we just it was not fun. So. I, I mean, at least I think it wasn't fun. Uh, I'd got bored very easily, or my sister and I would start fighting, and it was just not fun. So having the video games was a lot nicer to have. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And, um, my mom, on the other hand, doesn't really think that. <laughs> uh, she always looked at it like she wanted the she wanted the vacations and not the video games because she was she only liked playing Zelda and now Animal Crossing. Um, oh, cute. But. Yeah. Uh, she didn't like the, you know, all of us hanging out with all the... It was just too much. I And, and I understand that. I see both sides of it to me, so... Yeah. It now, can be a lot. <laughs> it, it can. Um, so, was that... What's today? Saturday? Yeah. So, yesterday, yes. with the whole <laughs> Sanrio cards and Target, we have to talk about that just a little bit, even. Um it it was an interesting situation um for those yeah. that don't know animal crossing and sanrio had a collaboration came out with uh the animal crossing uh amiibo cards for sanrio characters they did this for new leaf and then they brought them back for new horizons and when right. they brought them back they did it with target uh target was going to be uh launching them and they did horribly with everything Horrible. like i don't know if they just didn't understand like the the amount of people that were going to come into their site or what because it took us 45 minutes to actually get a set and then there was people that were them. still going yeah and yeah we got them my husband <laughs> was my husband was pushing that button and i was at work at six o'clock in the morning pushing my button at, uh, on my 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 uh phone and it wasn't working for me but he, it worked for him he got one and um yeah it was just it was a little insane it was a little much and then there was people that were walking in and able to just say hey do you have any cards and then they're like oh yeah here you go yeah it's it amazes me still at this level of like 2021 where so many stores have done years now of limited release pre-order items mm -hmm. and they still can't handle it like it makes me so angry so i actually i tried to get them um again i live in you know rural pennsylvania so <laughs> i didn't really think it would be that hard in my area to get them they didn't even show up on the app or the website like it didn't exist at oh my, my store God. Um, I, 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 there is a special place. I don't believe in hell, but if I did, there's a special place down there for scalpers. Yeah. I have so much anger in my heart towards those people. And mm -hmm. it takes a lot to get me that angry. Um, but then also like one thing that drives me crazy and I'm not sure if it's like being talked about and I don't want to like put the ableist label on it, mm -hmm. but there are people myself included, who cannot go to stores mm -hmm. for whatever reason. My reasons are different, but like if somebody can't drive mm -hmm. 
And the only way that they could participate in something that's limited release is order and delivery. You're cutting out a complete group of people. Right. You're cutting out kids. Mm -hmm. You're cutting out anyone who doesn't have a ride or mm -hmm. a transportation. Um, you're cutting out me with an anxiety disorder. I can't step foot in a target. I get overstimulated and I panic. Um, I don't, I just don't understand. Like they said they were going to put a limit on how many people could buy but then I saw people selling like 10, 15 packs. Yeah. People were grabbing 10 or 15 packs. Yeah. So it's like you should have, they should have done it better. They should have done it through a pre-order um, like for, you know, a week ahead of time. Like here's how many we have. Everyone sign up for the pre-order. If you get mm -hmm. on, you get them. If you don't, you don't. Right. Because it's, it's not. It no, should have been put as that. like a queue or something and they should have made it more known for the target employees that they're not supposed to be sent, give, them giving them out. Like some of them yeah. just have no idea. They're like, oh, is this for a game? Like there's us who are like huge Animal Crossing fans who are like, yeah, we need them. We have to I'm have so them. Excited. And then there's the people that like have no, just you know, don't know anything about it and just. They so, just want to make a quick buck. They're like, oh yeah, 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 here. And it's like. I don't think you understand that you just gave me something that's now worth how much are they worth now? Like, <laughs> oh, some of them are, it's anywhere from like, I've seen it at $40, the lowest, up to like 200 Yeah, it's absolutely and insane. It's, listen, and I'm going to say this on the DL, as DL as this is. I have an <laughs> amiibo card coin writer. Oh, yeah. So, like, if anyone wants items at any point, right? Just send me a message. I got you. Right? I can get you a villager. You just gotta give me time to get them out. Mm -hmm. The only but, thing with Sanrio characters is that you can't move them onto somebody else's island. You can't move them from yours. Mm -mm. Nope. All right. Well, I can get you the items then. Yeah. That that's kind of how I was. I was like, I'll just give everybody the the, the items. items, and and that's what I did yesterday. I started giving a bunch of uh like full sets of items to people. Um, yeah. And I'm feeling I'm gonna start doing them a little bit more often. I also got because I have two sets of cards. So the second set of cards, I'm gonna be giving those away um, individually as oh, well lovely. because I don't need the two all sets. sets of them. No. And the only thing with the current set that is mine, I only need a twelve because I can't find the chip that I have because I got the chips uh, of oh. the characters. So so I don't really need my cards either so i have plenty of cards that i can give out to people or exactly. even the chips i just i don't i i want to let other people have them because i you know don't, i don't need them yeah. i don't need them all <laughs> and you know what like here's how we stick it to the scalpers mm -hmm. and also support small businesses go on etsy mm -hmm. there are thousands of people who make I saw embroidery hoops this morning that had the chips in them. Oh my god! That's so you can have a beautiful piece of art that you can also hold your switch up to, and it works as an amiibo card. I love so like, that. don't buy them from them. <laughs> buy yeah. them from Etsy. Don't buy and... the actual card. The actual cards, like, it literally yeah. looks like the ones that they had for New Leaf, and I they're feel the like same. They I think done. they pretty much are. Um, they're not the exact same. Um, part of it is kind of out of it, but um, because the ones for new leaf had on here um new leaf on the back um oh, okay. this one doesn't it just says sanrio collaboration pack um it's also has the date of 20 it has the 2021 on it as well so um okay. it's, it's just a little it's it's 
essentially the same. I think it's the artwork that's the same. Everything else is kind of different. Um, but it's been, I feel like they could have done a lot of, a lot better with everything. Yes. I think so. It's the same stuff that's going on with, like, people trying to get PlayStations. It's like, they don't, they should just make a queue, and mm-hmm. you just sign up, and as they become available, like, mm-hmm. you get it. For sure. Because, yeah, it's, it's, it's a dumpster fire. I didn't even know they were getting released, honestly, until I opened Twitter, and I was like, oh, wow, everyone's really upset. I only know them because I'm a really big Sanrio fan. Oh, me too. I love them all. I have one. He's like this big. Mm-hmm. It was a, birthday, a Christmas present, and oh. he's the biggest puppy I've ever seen in my whole life. Yes. Yeah, I have a big Hello Kitty collection that I've had since I was like five. So um, it's one of the things that I've, I've collected throughout the years. And I still yeah. once in a while collect things from it, but... Um, the first time I heard of the Sanrio characters for New Leaf, I needed them, but I couldn't afford them because I was, I don't know, I was just getting out of high school, I think, when they came available. And so I wasn't able to to purchase them. I didn't have a job and I was kind of going to college. And I say kind right. of because I, I quit. <laughs> so <laughs> it was just one of those things that I wasn't able to get them then. But now that I'm older and I have the capability to get them, I was able to get them and... Um, oh, good. And now I want to help other people get some of it. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm like, look, I don't have the cards, but I can get you the stuff. Just like, tell me what you want and I'll get it to you. Right. And there's so many good I things. Um, I know. It's so good. The other thing that I wanted to talk about was uh, the Story of Seasons game that just came out. Uh, Pioneers yeah. of Olive Town, or as uh, Banana likes to call it, Poot. <laughs> <laughs> literally one of my favorite things ever um but that just came out i just bought the game yesterday and um i haven't played it yet but everybody's enjoying it have you seen any gameplay of it i have seen gameplay of it a little bit um i haven't purchased it yet i'm I'm on the fence about it to be completely honest because Mm -hmm. i bought the last one that came out um friends of mineral town yes so that one was the remake of the one that they had originally for the right. whatever console it was Game that Cube? I can't remember. I think so. It might have been. And I liked it. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I think it was cute. But I also, I'm not in a rush to get it. And it's not because I don't love Harvest Moon because I really do. It's that I just have that nostalgia factor with Harvest Moon. Mm-hmm. And... I whenever I want to play Harvest Moon, I want to play the ones that make me nostalgic. Makes when sense. I want to play newer ones, I'd rather play Littlewood or Stardew Valley mm-hmm. or, you know, Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, for sure, and that makes sense. I I never really played Harvest Moon as a kid, so I didn't. We didn't play anything like that. We played Zelda and Mario. Yeah, that's the only thing that we ever knew. So. Um, and then I got into Animal Crossing with Wild World, and my mom got into Animal Crossing with City Folk, and then uh, mm-hmm. she never even heard of New Leaf. She didn't even know what it was, and I'm scared oh, so to good. even show it to her at this point because I'm seeing what she's doing with New Horizons, and I'm like, don't even want to know what you would do with New Leaf right now. <laughs> I love New Leaf was by far, and I still think it's my favorite Animal Crossing. Yes, game. New Horizons is still is mine just because New Leaf was in a very weird position in my lifetime. Yeah. 
and I feel very nostalgic more with City Folk than I do with Wild World because my mom played it for hours on end and I would literally sit behind <laughs> her just watching her fish for six oh, so good six hours I swear yep. one day I was just sick and my mom was literally in the middle of the the, the living room playing Ooh. playing Animal Crossing fishing and I was just watching her for six hours I mean although the way that she was she literally was just fishing That's nothing it. that was it no <laughs> nothing else and when I when that was happening, I didn't realize it. But as I got older, I realized the reason why she was fishing for six goddamn hours was because she was probably stoned out of her mind. Oh, amazing. <laughs> and I was just like, now that I look back on it, I'm just laughing at it because I'm like, I was sick. And I was, you know, when you're when you're sick, you're almost like you're stoned. Oh, yeah. So, like, sure. it was, we were both just chilling there pretty much high as fuck. And... <laughs> watching her fish for six hours um but yeah i don't have that nostalgic factor with harvest moon um so it's different for me and it'll be a completely new game come like completely for me yes so i feel yeah. like i have a different perspective on it than than a lot of people do yeah i'm like i said i'm not i wasn't like super stoked for it to come out mm -hmm. i might get it but I also am looking at that backlog that's like I know. 16 pages. And then I just started wanting to get into anime. So now I have a list of like five pages of that to do. Oh, God. And I just... I, I feel that too so much. Too much farming. Yeah. I need a break from farming. It's all I do. And I love it. But it's all I do. I know. I need to start working on games that it like actually have an ending is what i said i'm like yes. I'm like i need to finish breath of the wild still it's been out for how many years now and i just I started it today it. for the first time did you really yes i'm almost done i literally just have to defeat ganon at this point i'm so close to finishing oh, it i'm almost done um link's awakening i left the last dungeon because i have a viewer who wants to watch me do it so i'm ah. waiting until they're available yes but yeah games with an ending we need those sometimes because I'm so used to like Fire Emblem mm -hmm. with like it's 50 hour playthrough of each house and there's four and then they have DLC and then or like Persona. Oh my god. And I'm like, you're killing me. I know. I want to play all the Zelda games because I never actually finished them. Um, yeah. So I want to get, I want to finish Breath of the Wild and then I want to go back and I want to play, um, I want to actually uh, finish Ocarina of Time because I've never gone past the Water Temple. I want to okay. play um, Wind Waker because I've never passed uh, uh, after getting the, the the boat. I've never finished it after that. Okay. Um, and it's usually like within the first like few hours of you playing the game. And it's because right. my attention span as a kid was just like non-existent. Like I could only, I could read. I could lay there on my bed and hours. read for hours on end but you put me in yes. front of a video game that i have to figure out and puzzle like no i'm not doing it nope i'm out <laughs> yeah that's like so i let me say i with breath of the wild which is a great example of it like i owned it when i first got my switch i played it for two hours maybe and then my boyfriend at the time was like can i borrow this and then kept it so I never got it back, <laughs> but I kept his GameCube. So I feel like we're squared away. Um, and I feel like there's such a difference between playing on stream and by yourself because mm -hmm. 
like obviously I don't want back seating, but it's so helpful because my frustration tolerance sometimes, especially like I have ADHD, mm-hmm. so my my focus is already barely there. Um, unless I'm like really hyper focused into it. So having people there where I could say, all right, listen, I literally don't know where I'm going. Can you just give me a hint? Mm-hmm. And that's so helpful. Like that's the only reason I've gotten Link's Awakening almost finished. I've played that like six times and I always got bored. Yeah. But now I'm like, no, I want to finish it. These, these puzzles are really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of it for me at least has to do with, I don't like games that, are so open and like figure out what you're supposed to do no i want you to tell me here are your lists of your tasks go do them come back yeah i need that i need that structure (laughs) and like a little bit of wandering is cool like animal crossing doesn't really have that structure but there are like set things versus i was playing zelda and i'm trying to find the first couple temples to get the parasol oh god yeah and i'm looking at it and i'm like well it says it's cold up there I don't know how to get up there and I don't have any clothes. So I guess I'm done for the day. That was me. Because <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Or I go the other side and I'm lighting on fire because it's too hot. Yep. And I can't figure it out. And then I just feel dumb and then I quit. And I'm like, no, I'm actually good at these games once I get there. It just takes me a bit. It just to takes me a bit. I, I get yeah. so frustrated. I'm like, I'm the dumbest person in the entire world because yeah. I can't figure out this stupid thing. I, I, the <sighs> amount of times that I look into, um, into how to f- finish something in Zelda is way too many, oh my God. honestly. Yeah. My mom said that she will not play any Zelda game unless she has the the cheat book. Like, we still have the magazine mm-hmm. cheat books for Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. We still have yep. those. Um, and now she's, you know, with Breath of the Wild, she's got the big, thick book. And now she's also yep. got that big, thick book, as well as the expanded collection one. <laughs> so, like, it's one of those things, like, sometimes I, 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 I have the the cheat book as well and i i still uh will look through it once in a while if somebody in my chat doesn't know how to do something i'll look through the book or i'll look on youtube real quick to figure it out because i'm like i'm irritated and if i don't pass this i will probably not come back to this game which is what i did with the yiga clan because i could not figure out how to get past (laughs) anything and i kept getting caught and i was like i'm pissed and then i didn't play it for six months I come mm-hmm. back to it and got it first through, first time through. Exactly. Sometimes like, you just <laughs> and gosh, it's what's frustrating with me, and I recognize this in myself is I get very easily frustrated, but I also need to figure it out myself. Mm-hmm. So, like, someone in chat recently, have you played through Fire Emblem Three Houses? I haven't even touched those. I've seen some gameplay of them though. Glamour. <laughs> It is, let me just say, first game I ever played in, a, in like, pretty much start to finish in several days with no breaks. Like, I slept and that was it. <laughs> um, I've never in my life felt romantically in love with a character before that game. Mm-hmm. Claude and all of the women will always <laughs> be in my heart. But what's funny with that game is somebody challenged me to play it on Maddening, which is the hardest level. And I still can't get past the first battle in the game. (laughs) And I could probably look it up or read techniques on how to do it. But then I feel like I didn't do it myself. So I just (laughs) get stuck in this like weird little circle of being really irritated. But then also I need to figure this out. Eventually it'll come to me. 
same with Prairie King. Mm -hmm. Like I could have looked up how to do it or like techniques or something, mm -hmm. but I, I just can't, I have to do it myself. I, um, it's kind of with, to. uh, Hollow Knight. Um, I started playing Hollow Knight in oh God, October Knight. of 2019 and I could not get past the first battle and mm -hmm. I refused to open up the game and try to figure it out again because I do not know how to or will not want to because I'm just really bad at, at those types of games. I'm so bad at them. Yeah, I've tried because it's Jake's favorite game. He has like six Hollow Knight tattoos. And I get about halfway through it, but then it's again, it's again, it's the same thing as the open world where I'm like, you're not telling me where to go. Mm -hmm. And I get lost. It's and so then I die and then I lose all my things. money. Yeah. Because you lose all of it. All of it. It's all gone. And then you have to find your body and then go ahead no. and suck it all up again. And I'm like, mm -mm, nope, I'm done no, with this game. It's no. not happening. I'm out. <laughs> I love the grubs, though. I love them. They're the all cat. Yes, they're all cute. I love the style of the game. I love the soundtrack. The, the The whole game of Hollow Knight is so good. And I've even seen like I've seen the gameplay of it. I've seen other people play it. Not my like I'm terrible like terrible at that yeah. game. But like seeing other people play the game is just it's so gorgeous and fun. And I, that's why I wanted to play it. And then I got to the first battle and I was like, No, rage quit. <laughs> done. I like closed the game. I'm like, mm, Nope, done. Out of here. Gone. <laughs> And it's hard too because like there are some enemies in there that like you can't even kill in the beginning but they're right at the beginning so you have to just go around them yeah. until you get the right power and i'm like why why not just give me a platformer like celeste beginning and end point a to point b point a to point Done. b yep hard game but point a to point b nonetheless much easier yeah yeah yeah, exactly. I can't get lost in Celeste too much. Okay. Um, let's yeah. let's switch on over to our guest topic, which is mental health. Um, Yeehaw. So, <laughs> so <laughs> first question, of course, is why did you choose this topic? Yeah. So um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I, I go to school for clinical mental health counseling. I'm working on my master's right now. I have a bachelor's degree in music therapy. I am a board certified music therapist, which is fun to say sometimes. Um, people don't know what that means most of the time, but that's okay. Um, and I just, ever since I was young, like I've had a lot of struggles myself um, with my own mental health, with treatment, with, I have several like diagnoses. I'm an open book. I'm very open about what I deal with. Um, because I feel that it's really important that if we want to remove the stigma associated with mental health, we need to start having like open conversations. If we're comfortable doing so, I'm not going to ask anyone who isn't comfortable to be like, Hey, tell me what traumatized you when you were young. Like, you don't have to do that. Um, but I think that we're having really good conversations within the mental health sphere but it's not joining the other spheres of the world. So it's mm -hmm. not joining the workplace conversation as much. It's not join like it's in our social circles a little, but I wanted to bring it, which I know, like you were saying earlier on Twitch, especially like if there's a really big conversation with mental health. So I just, I really, really want to help people realize that like, number one, 
having a diagnosis is not like a death sentence. Mm -hmm. I am someone who has many of them. I could probably like, if I put all of them next to my name, it would just be like, I'd need like six pieces of paper. Uh, (laughs) But like recognizing that it doesn't have to define you as a person. And also I just want to be somebody that like, if someone watches my channel and like, I have PTSD, it's a diagnosed disability like from the federal government i have a marijuana card for it like it's a very big debilitating issue for Mm -hmm. me sometimes and i want people to see that like you can still be successful because i think that there's this really big stigma against um specifically with like the homeless population Mm -hmm. where people are like oh like you're lazy or you just need to get your shit together and figure it out. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to amount to it. Like I was told in my undergrad that I would never be a therapist because I had too much shit wrong with me. <laughs> and I was like, sorry, honey. I'm like, none of the therapists are healthy. The good ones. They're not. The yeah. good ones do not join therapy school because they're happy mm-hmm. they do it because they are like the way I do it is because I was in pain and I want to be that person that I needed when I was younger. So I think it just, I think it's just something that we say that we're talking about it, but like there's still so much going wrong. Mm-hmm. And I just, I want to add myself to that, especially because I do have the, I'm getting the education background. Like eventually I do want my doctorate in psychology. So I think it's, important that everyone talks from experience but then there's also people who are educated in the field also in that space if that makes sense I don't want it to come across as me like devaluing because it's everybody's experience is valid yeah and it all matters to the conversation but then I think we also need people who are actually involved in the space Mm -hmm. of like because I see so many people online talking about how horrible their therapists were And I'm like, you're right, they were horrible, but don't denounce all therapy professionals just Mm -hmm. because of that one bad experience. Because I've had horrendous therapists. I have not, okay, so I, I, it's something that's on my list is to get a therapist. I have not done that yet. It is on my list of things that I do need to do. And I um, had have have had conversations with other people um, about therapists and Uh their experiences with them and one of the things is I was always scared to go to one because of that because you you hear people and their bad experiences and and everything else that I've heard from other people was like if you don't like your therapist don't go to them anymore you have that capability to switch (laughs) therapists right and, yeah. and and it's not something that you immediately get told that, you know, if you don't like this person, don't go to them again. And right. it's something that I've told somebody else before is if you, you know, that therapist was bad, obviously. So maybe you should try a different one. And they're like, I don't know. I never really thought about that. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what? if you have a bad, it's the same thing as physical health. Mm-hmm. If you have a doctor who doesn't know what the hell he's saying Mm -hmm. or he's rude to you or he is you know dismissive of you and your feelings switch doctors Mm -hmm. because and I think luckily I say this luckily because I think there's also a lot of bad conversation about like our generation and below us Mm -hmm. 
I don't know where I fit because I'm in that weird like gap. Yeah, you're in the world. you're in the like that between. five year gap that no one knows where we go. Yeah. Um, I kind of put myself but... in there. I'm at the very edge of that and millennial, and my sister is yeah. in that gap as well. And so, like, both of us have conversations about this all the time. And I'm like, I kind of fit in, but I don't know. But the one thing I really like that's going on right now is you know people in our generation are becoming therapists Mm -hmm. and i think that every generation there's a gap between them but something that like i'm doing in school right now is i was taking a class that was focused on cultural diversity counseling and how to be respectful of other people's cultures this class was never taught at my university prior to like last year jeez like there were a lot of things mm-hmm. that were not taught and it's like we have to be thankful because we wouldn't be where we are now without the bad ones right but at the same time it just it makes me so like i learned about you know statistics on how many therapists like sleep with their clients <laughs> and it's exorbitantly higher than it should be oh no it should be, it should be none it should be zero. It should, it should be none. That is the first rule we learn is don't kiss your client, please. Um, so I'm I'm happy that it's changing, but yeah, I mean it's it's so hard because especially when you're struggling, like the last thing you want to do is have to go find somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can only speak on my experiences. Like I've had, I went to therapy right after the 2016 election because I had a big blow up at my house and I ended up being kicked out of the house for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And um, the therapist was very openly against my belief system and how I voted, <laughs> which like, it's one of the rules as a therapist, you cannot disclose your personal, like you still have to empathize with the client no matter mm-hmm. if you agree with their political views. And it was very clear right away that she was like, you're overreacting. You need to apologize. You're being a baby. And I never wanted to go back. And then I found my current therapist like three months after that. And like, she saved my life without a doubt. We play Animal Crossing together sometimes during sessions, but that's now that we're, have been together a long time and I've dealt with most of my stuff, but Mm -hmm, mm it's yeah you have to treat it like any other doctor or a dentist like you just mm-hmm. you don't like them go to another one you don't mm-hmm. like your hairdresser go find another one right they exist it, it, <laughs> they're not exactly. all the same and yeah. you can't group them all together either um no. going back to something that you said at the beginning um yeah uh mo- when you were saying with therapists uh most of the really good ones have something uh you know wrong with them and um one of those things that I have been told was when you are in your first session with a therapist, one of the questions you should ask is who's your therapist? Yes. That way, you know, I... that they're going to therapy as well. That way, you know, that, cause I mean, you're hearing in other people's problems and their everything that's happening to them. And then you, you know, you have to kind of do the same thing. Everyone should, ha- everyone should really have a therapist. And I'm, that's coming from somebody who doesn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to go up the tree and find the great, great grand therapist who's yes. at the top. Yes. <laughs> but it's true. Like, it's, I think something that happens, and this is just, you know, my own view on therapy. Everyone has different theories and mm-hmm. different beliefs. And that's why 
no two therapists are the same Mm -hmm. but something that I try really hard and as I'm moving towards like my internships is I like to show that I'm a human being and Mm -hmm. that I'm not this like amazing stable overlord who's never had a problem in her life (laughs) I like to make it very clear like no I have also like in obviously in a way of empathy but like Mm -hmm. no I've also struggled with these things Mm -hmm. and I'm still successful in this career because I think that there's also that like power dynamic between Mm -hmm. the therapist and the client where the client's like you're never going to get it and sometimes you're right we haven't lived the same life but it's important that as you know both the client and the therapist like you're both taking in some feelings you need to address them so yeah, I mean, when you go to a therapist, like, ask them, have you been to therapy before? Because sometimes, you know, they're in between right, therapists. Right. I've been in between sometimes, but. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's it's definitely something that I, I think that that should be said a lot. Um, now, mm-hmm. with, with mental health, sorry, uh, mental health and okay. Twitch, um, something that I've been, been doing myself is, uh, has been making sure that I let people know, especially during stream, that I'm not, I'm not doing so well. Like I'm, I'm good and I can stream enough, but I'm not doing so hot. And it's nice to be around other people right now. So, and I try to let my chat know that I let my community know that I'm here, but if you see me like kind of zoning, I'm going into a space here and I'm going to probably come back in like five seconds flat, but it's, you know, I'm not tired. I'm just having just a moment. A I'm having a moment. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's I, it's so wonderful that you do share that. I also do um, because it normalizes it. Mm-hmm. It's it bringing into the conversation like, hey, you know, because I, th- I don't know if people view. I don't know, like where that point changes from the streamer being seen as a person to mm-hmm. like the streamer being seen as an entertainer. Yeah. Um, but sometimes like, I will say like, look, you know, I've had a really stressful day. I really want to be here and I want to enjoy this. Um, sometimes I'll have to say, cause sometimes like we all joke around and some days I take things a little more personally than I normally do. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important to have that open communication because otherwise like people notice mm-hmm. when you're not a hundred percent, especially if they're people who are in your stream a lot. Mm-hmm. And I've had people like DM me during stream when I didn't say anything. And I'm like, God damn it. They can see it. Yeah. 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 They can read it. Uh-huh. But like, I think it's just, it's just normalizing it. It's the same way of going on. If I want it to be seen as the same as you starting stream going, Hey, I have a headache. Mm-hmm. So like, if I'm a little delayed, that's why, like, I want that to be seen the same way as I'm anxious as hell right now, mm-hmm. but hopefully it goes away soon. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting for that. Like, shift right and for like i said with with twitch in the people that i watch they're kind of the same same general thing they're like "Mm, i'm not doing so hot i'm gonna like i'm not gonna stream today like that's totally valid and like sometimes people are scared about doing that because of like numbers and sometimes people are scared of doing that because they're like oh then they you know they don't see me as me they just see me as somebody that's you know not doing so hot but like i just feel like that's not not a not a way to look at it because then people aren't really 
what's the word? They're not like really showing everybody else that they can be not okay. It's okay to not be okay. <laughs> yes. And it's, I, I love that that's so, getting so normalized now, but it's also like, by doing that, you're opening yourself up. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes for criticism, but mm -hmm. also for so much support, because I think that people, at least myself, I see so much strength in that, like being able to recognize in yourself and like be self-aware to say yo something's up I don't know what it is mm -hmm. but like I'm not feeling too great like that right there shows me that you are someone who's aware of your emotions mm -hmm. you're kind to yourself because you're caring about where you stand and like you're comfortable with your community versus I see people who you know stream all of the time all day every day and they never share like any feeling that they're feeling mm -hmm. other than like hype Mm -hmm. I'm like, there's no way that you're a human being. There's no way you're hyped all the time like that. <laughs> all the time. But then also, you know, kids and teens really like that kind of content. Mm -hmm. Versus I think our generation is a little <laughs> more like, nah, I'm going to keep it real with you. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want kids. In I'm not going to be entertaining on Minecraft. No. I'm going to be <laughs> digging a hole to capture a villager while I tell you about how much I hate school right now. <laughs> No, like, mm -hmm. yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't be hyped. I'm not a hype. I'm a chill person. Yeah. I can't do it. And I, I think that's, I feel like that's more me too. Cause like, I, I wanted to be hype for a while there. I was like, oh yeah, I want to be hype. And I'm like, dude, I can't do that. It's just too, no. much, too much energy, man. I can't do that. It's too much energy, too much, uh, I don't know, activity. <laughs> if you I'm wanted lazy. to stream for a if you wanted a half hour stream, I could do it. Right, right. Like if I you wanted six. No, mm -hmm. not happening. I remember doing a. I did a part just dance stream one time, mm. and I did a part of it. And I used to be able to. This was also, you know, ten years ago. Ten years ago, me, <laughs> I would be able to play just dance for six hours. Uh, today, me can play just dance for three songs, and then I'm like, <sighs> yeah, I'm out of breath. Okay. I'm good. There's nothing cute about me doing that. There's not. It's just not me. I'm sorry. Right. It's just not going to happen anymore. No. And like, I could still do it. Um, it's just, you know, and that that's kind of the activity I feel like it is with a hype stream is that is like me playing the three, three songs on Just Dance and being out of breath. It would be the same exact thing. I could only go for so long before I'm just like, mm, I'm good. Well, and like, I don't know if you get this too. I know I do sometimes. Um, I always get like stream drop, not every time, but I compare it to, <laughs> my goodness, I'm trying to keep this on task. I promise it is. <laughs> I compare it a lot to like in the kink community, there is a term known as sub drop, mm -hmm. which is after a intimate activity or, you know, We'll say activity. Um, <laughs> sometimes, because your energy level and your adrenaline is so high, mm -hmm. directly afterwards, you can really drop down to like almost a depressed feeling. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really important in that, that, you know, the partner you're with is there with you, supports you and like does whatever you need. So like drink juice or like eat something, you know, cuddle, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I get stream drop pretty frequently when it's a really good stream. Mm -hmm. Which is really strange to me because mm -hmm. if I end a stream and I didn't feel that great about it, I'm usually okay. Mm -hmm. 
But if I had a really good stream, I feel like shit afterwards. <laughs> and I'm like, so if I was hype all the time, I would, I would never yeah. stream again because I would, because my energy level would go down. Yeah. I would die. Yeah, I would I go would to die. undead immediately after that. You'd be like, okay, I'm gone. I'm done. I'm done with I everything. Can. Never, never again. But Damn. Yeah. And I, I have respect for people who can do it. It's oh, just yeah, not for sure. something I can do. Yeah. Other people like go for it. If you can do it, like for sure be that hype person we're just not the hype person that you can be because right. we are very chill cozy vibes <laughs> people and that is what we we do <laughs> yeah i can't um i just can't do it no it's not me no. all right so we're gonna switch on over to the question portion um, I'll go ahead and start reading off some of the questions. If you're in the Twitch chat right now, you could go ahead and uh, do the channel points. Uh, it's only 10 channel points, so it's very, very little. Um, go into the channel points, click that little button there, and uh, you can ask a question. There can be up to 10 questions, and I know we have a few. Let me just pull it up. I'm so nervous. What if I don't know the answer to one of them? <laughs> oh my gosh, where is it? Okay, there it is. Okay. First question is from Andrew Adventures. Uh, it says, what are some of your favorite games on the 3DS? Also, Batty, we have the same 3DS. <laughs> <gasps> Fun. I hope you have the Japanese one, too. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to sound really lame for a minute. Because when I had my 3DS, I lived at home. Um, as I mentioned, you know, my parents were, my mom mostly was, not super supportive of video games that's kind of changed as i've gotten older but i wasn't allowed to play a lot of games that i wanted to play um i will say this was on the regular ds which i'm not sure if it counts but like that guitar hero game where you slid oh my god the buttons into the game boy cartridge reader do you know what i'm talking yes. about yes okay <laughs> that was the shit I and i'm so, so mad that you can't play it on 3ds because they don't have the game because i part. would because i would it was a good <laughs> game um what else i liked animal crossing of course tomodachi life bring it to switch i want it i'm so honestly bad. surprised they it's didn't. coming soon metopia isn't yeah, it oh yeah they did metopia they they did a different uh yeah because it was supposed to be because metopia was on a different console and i, I think it was remember. on wii i think so too it was either wii or wii u yeah, one of those. But then but, the, they brought it over onto this one. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, <laughs> this is the embarrassing one. I was really obsessed with for a long time. Again, I love those task games. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I loved the Imagine series of, like, Imagine Chef. Imagine Oh, oh I know exactly what you're saying. Imagine, like, Zookeeper. And I yes. was like, yes. I love them. And I know that that's not like a super fun, like Zelda. No, imagine babysitter. What's <laughs> the shit? I love it. And I still have it somewhere. My. Um, and 3D World also, Mario 3D World. I forgot about that. I just bought it on Switch and I forgot about it. <laughs> um, For 3DS games, I would say for myself is just because I, I mean, it's the same for the DS because you were able to bring the DS games to the 3DS. So that's mm -hmm. how I would think that it would work for, for you. 
um, except for the Guitar Hero. But it's it's still a DS game. It Heartbreaking. Works. Um, yes, I missed it. <laughs> Wild World for me, and then Nintendogs. Yes. Oh, um, I forgot Nintendogs. I love Nintendogs so much. Um, I love just, you know, sitting on the living room couch, just sitting there and screaming at my dog because I wanted <laughs> it to sit. And I'm trying to get it to, to do this obedience training, and I'm just screaming at my 3DS. And my mom's like, you good? And I'm like... No, this damn dog will sit. <laughs> yeah, because uh, the microphone you had to like, mm-hmm. and they came with they came up with like one similar to Switch called Little Friends. It yeah. sucks. I heard. It's not yeah. good. I didn't get it. I'm, I I'm glad I didn't get it. <laughs> not good. Also, there was a hamster game I had that oh. was the same because I couldn't have pets either. My parents were very strict, <laughs> so I would get like the games that were you know either working a human job like when I was a kid or. Mm-hmm. A human job what is that? <laughs> um or like i had the monkey game on wii and i had the hamster game on ds and I like my it. friends had the hamsters and we could take them to meet each other and they would bring each other little like sunflower seeds it was very cute i love it i love it so much yeah um that was a great question <laughs> it was that was fun i like that i forgot i like i have a a, a collection of i go to gamestop and i buy them out on their clearance nintendo DS games yes. and they had a bunch of Hello Kitty ones for like a dollar ninety nine. I was like sick. Can't nice. wait. I love it. Um, so Vivi Bambi asked, What got you into Celeste? What is your favorite level? Oh, so my last relationship before this one, um, we dated for like five years. It was a very long relationship. And um him and his friends used to play Celeste together. So I didn't play it until 2018. I think it came out in 17. I played it a year after it came out. So either 17 to 18 or 18 to 19. Um, And we used to sit in his living room and just watch my friend Matt play this game for hours, like weeks, every weekend, just watch him. And I was like, I think I've watched enough of this that I could probably play it. And I hadn't seen any of the cutscenes prior because he was now I know as trying to speed run it or trying to learn it. Um, so I never saw any of the cutscenes. and I talked to him about it one day and he's like, it's actually like really beautiful of a game. Like the music's fantastic. The cutscenes are wonderful. So I was like, I'll try it. You know, it's 20 bucks. I think he bought it for me or someone. I don't think I paid for it. Someone gave it to me. And I, cried my little eyes out the first time I played it and I have played it for probably more than a thousand hours by now which is crazy because it's a game that's like not that long Mm -hmm. like I play it now and I can play the whole game minus like the last chapter like all just like the basic chapters in like 44 minutes and I'm like how on earth did you put that many hours (laughs) into this game um Favorite chapter, I would say, I also have a tattoo of it. In case oh, I anyone's love it. Curious. It says you can do this. It's from chapter four. Um, there's a scene, this isn't a spoiler, but there's a scene where they're on this gondola and the main character, Madeline, starts having a panic attack because the gondola freezes in between the start and the next stop. So they're hanging like in midair. Mm-hmm. And Theo, who's with her, is like, hey, you know, someone taught me this trick that if you picture a feather floating in the air and you match it with your breath, it can calm you down. So there's this little mini game where you have to match the border around the feather. Oh, um, 
and your girl's a nervous bean. So I really felt that because I just, I really, really, I really got along with the character and mm -hmm. I really like how beautiful it is. Again, I won't give spoilers, but like you get to fight your anxiety, like as a person and like come together. And it's a very beautiful game. I highly recommend it. I hate platformers mm -hmm. and it's my favorite game. Mm -hmm. So even though it's a platformer, <laughs> um, Favorite chapter, I would say um, either five with the Seekers and the Eyeballs, just because of the music. I hate Theo in that chapter. I want to throw him off the cliff every time I pick him up um, because it's just <laughs> irritating to have to carry someone the whole time you're fighting something. Oh, God. Um, the music's incredible. The piano music, uh, Lena Rain, I think her name did it um or honestly chapter three which is everyone's least favorite chapter because oshiro i think is just such a little bean and like you hurt his feelings and that's why he attacks you and everyone hates him and i'm like you called him an idiot like it's your <laughs> fault oh. he's just trying to be his own little self and run his little hotel in peace and you told him he's lame i understand why he's mad <laughs> celeste is one of those games that i i I tried, but I very yeah. little tried. You know what I mean? Like I tried and I was not in a good a good headspace to play it because I immediately just rage quitted and closed the game mm -hmm. and said, Nope, not today. So um I have it on both Switch and on my PC, so I will at some point probably revisit it when I'm in a better headspace to play it. It's, yeah, you really have to be like it's it's once you're in it, it's okay because like the deaths are so fast. You don't mm -hmm. really like I probably have I think I just hit like thirty thousand deaths on my main file right now. Mm -hmm. And it's insane. And it but because it's so quick, like you just you really have to be in the headspace for it. And yeah. It's beautiful and you feel so good when you're done. And like, that's part of the reason why I speed run it a little bit. Mm -hmm. I don't do it competitively. Like I don't watch tutorials on how to do it better or more mm -hmm. efficiently. I just kind of figure it out, but it feels so good when I'm like, I got 10 seconds off. <laughs> this is so cool. And then everyone's like, you're like 20 minutes away from the world record, by the way. And I'm like, ah, I don't care. It's fine. Eh. I'm beating myself. Mm. Let me beat myself. <laughs> Um, okay, so Shiny Wave says, who is your top video game crush besides Claude? Besides Claude? I mean, I'm gonna be honest here, like, the only games I have ever just felt love, I'm gonna change it from crush, no, I'll answer this and then I'll slightly change it, because there's something in Animal Crossing, I don't want that to be creepy. Um, <laughs> Fire Emblem, I mean, every, every female on that game except for leone she could she could disappear and i'd be cool with it um like petra shiny nose best girl um but like in terms of loving a character for everything they stand for dude olive on animal crossing we all know <laughs> she is the most precious little bean i have ever witnessed she just drinks her cup of tea and knits and she sits in the flowers and she reads her books and I've never been obsessed with a tiny creature so much in my life. I know that's not like a crush, but it's still it's still like a, it's a love. It's just a different. I type love of her love. Yes. so much. It it hurts me. 
it's the same with Claude. Like I would put the game down and go, I wonder what he's doing right now. Like I need to spend time with him. And then I cry my eyes out when it's over because I'm like, it's done. I love that. That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, banana. But blah, 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 Yep, I can speak words. Uh, banana Rose uh, asks, what is a game that changed the way you think about something or that taught you a lesson you feel was important? I know it's a complex one, Skip, if, if it makes you uncomfortable. Oh, no. I could, I'll answer anything. Come on now. <laughs> um, I'm going to slightly change the question to like what type of game for my answer's sake because I don't want to just say Celeste again so I will <laughs> switch it um any game that's like I'm thinking of Celeste and getting over it with Bennett Foddy which I don't know if you've played getting over it but it really like I'm someone who's a huge perfectionist as I mentioned before I'm a very type a personality um excuse me um I'm a very type A personality and when I can't do something, sometimes it very much, you know, makes me feel like I am a bad person because I can't figure it out or like I'm stupid because I can't do it, mm -hmm. um, especially like in the academic space. Mm -hmm. So playing games like Celeste or like getting over it with Bennett Foddy, which if you guys don't know, you're a guy in a cauldron with a hammer. And you have to try to get up a mountain and the only control you have is like controlling the hammer and one wrong move and you are shot from the top all the way down to the bottom and you have to start again and I've seen it is of that. <laughs> it is so frustrating and just aggravating but i think over time of playing them both my opinion has changed slightly to I'm not there yet, but beginning to understand the concept of growth when you fail. And like looking at with Celeste, looking at gameplay from when I was playing it and it took me an hour and 20 minutes and I couldn't get past these rooms to now I have them memorized and I'm like flying through them. And I remember playing them and thinking, this is not possible. There is no chance I can do this and eventually getting it. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I think that is slowly starting the wheels turning of me being like that in the rest of my life mm -hmm. um I'm still kind of hard on myself but like I'm learning to recognize that like nobody figured out anything right the first time mm -hmm. like even down to game creation like right. nobody made a game from point a to point b and it was a hundred percent perfect and it was a great game it never happened right so like learning that you have to fail like 900 times or in my case of Celeste, 30,000 times. <laughs> you have to, you get it. yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's a, that's a good concept. Um, I, <laughs> I feel like I don't really have an answer for this one. Um, I also don't have an answer for the last question for the crush one, because I never really like had crushes on any character that I was, because I was playing, I mean, I mean, most people would say like Zelda or something and Link. or Link and I just I didn't have that. Uh I play I, I watched more TV than I played video games. Uh so I have like T V crushes. Um Yeah, me too. Like I was 
absolutely in love in love with Zuko like from Avatar the Last Airbender I was in yeah. love with him and uh from the House of Night series my friends and I we were in love with James Stark and I he like he's always in my heart <laughs> So like I have yeah. other ones I have like video like video game ones I just don't have uh, video game crushes. Now a game that changed the way that I think about something, I mean I guess I would have to say with Animal Crossing, Katrina, she says oh, the <laughs> yes just those those words right there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Um, Katrina says, uh, when, you know, uh, what was it? I can't think of it at the exact moment. The Is it the one about bad times? Yeah. Like, uh, remember times that bad or... times are just times that are bad. Um, yeah. and that saying, I, I'm still planning it. Um, I, I want that saying as a tattoo on my yes. forearm along with moon phases. And that's something that I've been wanting for like the last, I don't know, four years. And I just haven't gotten to do it yet <laughs> so Miss tattoo gang. <laughs> i have i have two tattoos i just haven't gotten the because i want it on my f complete forearm i want it like all of the the moon faces at the top and then at the bottom have the saying so it's like this way so i can see it and i can show it right. off to people this way because i think it's something that i need to look at more often than showing it off to somebody um that's so, why my text is to me and yeah. not backwards because exactly. I need to be the one who sees it. Yeah, exactly. and I love that so much because like uh, a lot of times people will have tattoos and they're like they want to show it off to somebody. I want it for myself, um, which mm -hmm. is actually funny because my last tattoo is behind my ear and I can't see it and I forget <laughs> which side it's on. Like every time I'm like I'm like Amazing. um like I have to think about it. I'm like okay, my star tattoo is on this calf. So my tattoo of the cat is behind my ear. It's this one. Like I have to yep. think about it, <laughs> and it's always funny to me. But yeah, I, it's something that I want. I want my tattoo to be facing me because it's something that I always, um, when I was younger, I didn't quite understand it. But in the last, I don't know, like eight or so years of my life, I've been looking at that saying and like remembering that like remember it's just a day it's gonna be better tomorrow or it could be even worse tomorrow we don't even fucking know at this point it's just a fucking day <laughs> like we'll see how it you know is the next day i think with that saying too there's like at least for me i don't know if this is with other people i see it as like i'm somebody who gets stuck thinking about the past mm -hmm. and it's almost like look it's done the mm -hmm. time was bad and it was bad and it's closed and the book is shut and you can't rewrite it mm -hmm. like it was just a bad time it's over now you're done yep yeah um nanosphere five uh asks what is the purpose of the large hadron collider and its functions I, what? I that's a great question because I, I that I don't I don't I do not know what the purpose of the large I hadron hadron had had hadron collider. I am not sure. I thought this was an inside joke. Oh no! Particle <laughs> smashing. I think I I 
you know it has a purpose and it does its job that's all yep, i got there we go great question <laughs> <laughs> um samuel d music asks uh ash are you going to do the color dungeon in Link's awakening also we have the same birthday <sighs> sam with the color dot if you tell me where it is i'll do it <laughs> you just gotta get me there that's what jake was saying he's like you didn't do the fun dungeon yet and i'm like was there a hint to it no did anyone tell me to go there no then how was i supposed to find it <laughs> also yes um sam myself and banana all have the exact same birthday oh my god we're all a bunch of cancerous oh, crabs i was just gonna say that i was like y'all cancer crabs i love it <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because I was gonna ask because I I was gonna ask you what your birthday was and then I remembered that you and Banana had the same birthday because you guys had a a stream on the same day or same hey, yeah. weekend. Or like I did Saturday, they did Sunday. I'm not sure. I can't remember, but I I I made sure I was in both of them at one point because <laughs> I was like I have to be here. It's birthday. Um, well, that's with Sam too. I'm like, wait, but you're my mod and I'm your. How do we do this? <laughs> Um, I, you know what's funny is that with me because um, my birthday's in October and there's yeah. not as many October babies as I thought there would be. Um, like I know quite a few people with the October birthday, but not around the same date as me. Like because mine's October 11th, um, okay. and I've literally only found two people. And I look at a lot of IDs because I'm a, I'm a cashier. Yeah. So I look at a oh, lot of IDs. Yep. I've seen people's birthdays like before or after mine, like literally days within. But I've never seen someone with October 11th except for like one person at my school. <laughs> it's, it's funny because so my birthday is July 17th. Mm-hmm. And then my mom's birthday is July 18th. And then my aunt's birthday is July 19th. And it's oh, creepy. Geez. But then whenever I don't get my mom a present, I can make the joke of like, well, I was your gift. Here I am. Here I am. Here I am. <laughs> You're welcome, mother. Um, actually, your your birthday is also the day of my wedding anniversary as well. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Love it. It's such a good day. I it mean, is. It's a great. It's like literally these... smack dab in the middle. <laughs> like great yeah i i try to think back to like what had what month was it nine months before my birthday yeah because like i'm telling you right now i feel so bad for people who are born in the month of december because i feel like they don't get anything yeah because i know people who are born on like christmas Mm -hmm. and they get their birthday and they're like it's time for jesus i'm like no it is your son's (laughs) birthday don't make him go if he doesn't want to go (laughs) oh yeah uh banana banana rose just reminded me that the other thing is uh in parent trap with Lindsay lohan they their birthday is also october 11th so (laughs) so when i was when i was a kid and i saw that i like freaked out i was like oh my god they have the same birthday as me and yeah you're like how I know the uh, Harry Potter movies, a bunch of them came out on July 17th, and then they switched to November at some oh, point. Oh, yeah. I was like, it was my birthday present, like, every year, and then they switched it. The Twilight movies came out during my, uh, now my sister-in-law, but at the time she was uh, one of my friends. Um, in high school, we would go for her birthday every year to all the Twilight movies. <sighs> so good. The good days. So good. <laughs> 
I went to one of those premieres and my friend and I were like, let's dress up like we're going to a wedding because it was the one with the wedding in it. And we looked like damn fools. <laughs> I love it. The only ones at like I, the midnight premiere. I, like, went this to the, is a joke. I went to the midnight premiere for Breaking Down Part two and yeah. my it was for her birthday so it was a bunch of us girls and we all had white shirts and we changed it like we drew on them and said uh team whatever edward or jacob and everything and i was always team jacob because i just loved to of look course. at Who him was team edward i oh god there was like two girls in there that yeah. was team edward and i was just oh. like excuse you but i would much rather look at jacob at this point than yeah i'd rather look at taylor walter any day of the yeah. week oh yeah 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 but that was honestly, a sidetrack yeah it's fine that was a weird movie it was um, i watch it sometimes when i'm bored but i haven't watched it in a while it's something that i do need to rewatch again i don't want to reread it but i do re want to rewatch it yeah <laughs> i like bananas okay but team alice and i agree with you True. or team kristen honestly right just like kristen Stewart. oh yeah for sure for sure <laughs> like now that we're older and everything and like we really look back at it yeah for sure like women yeah just <laughs> um uh vbb says uh or asks besides celeste what game got you through stressful times the most all right <laughs> this is gonna be another silly one um i mean i'll say too like easy answer stardew of course i think that a lot of people you know when they need to de-stress play it but the one game and i don't know what it is about it that i just love so much when i'm stressed out it always happens around like finals time in the winter i always crack it out again is toontown online Oh my and god. The, listen, the original, excuse me, the original Toontown no longer exists mm -hmm. because Disney hates fun and they closed down Toontown, they closed down Club Penguin and all the other ones. Mm -hmm. But similarly to, um, I know Allie plays it still, <laughs> similarly to, you know, uh, Club Penguin got re uploaded, yeah, somebody yeah. from Toontown re-uploaded everything and just took out the disney characters walking around uh -huh. so like disney doesn't have a problem with it anymore That's... and now it's free it used to cost like 20 dollars a month when i was a kid and i could never afford it so oh, now you know what i remember that mm -hmm. it was expensive and now i, think I got my I just, grandma I just... to buy that <laughs> it's so good it's, I was so obsessed with this game when I was a kid. Like, mm -hmm. you know when you had baby teeth mm -hmm. and you were sleeping and, like, you'd wake up and a tooth would be gone, but, yeah. like, your tooth is not anywhere and you swallowed it? Yeah, yeah. I know it's gross, but, like, I would do that playing these games because I'd be <laughs> so focused I would not recognize that there was a tooth in my mouth. <laughs> and I would <laughs> go to the bathroom and be like, Mom, my gum is bleeding. And she's like, where's your tooth? And, you're like... and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know but it's so good the only issue it's fun now i'm on a facebook group for people who play toontown mm -hmm. adults and i kid you not like 80 percent of this facebook group is like 55 and older i love that and it's so good because they organize these like daily events of like we do doodle training on tuesdays and we do all these so like there's a group of people to play with 
which is really fun. But then there's also like, it's mostly adults. The shitty kids are kind of gone now because yeah. it's not, you know, something that they enjoy, but it's, it's just so good and it's fun. And it's like very easy. There are a couple bad people in there, but it's not, it's a good multiplayer game that you mm -hmm. can play with strangers and like not have to worry about getting screamed at because <laughs> you can't type most of the words you want to say anyway. Right, right. I think like, I I've got... seen other people Sorry, play. I've seen other people play Toontown online. I just I haven't like thought to actually play it. <laughs> it's so good, and like I used to make, I make Jake play with me now. Mm -hmm. Um. Because there are certain things that, like, when you're leveling up, you can't do anything by yourself. Mm -hmm. You're too weak. Now, I'm like, I could take down building. Like, <laughs> I don't... And I, I help people. Like, I find little, um, like, younger tunes who only have, like, 20 health. I'm like, do you need help? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, 120? Like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> do you need help? Good sir. Um, but any of those, like, online... I saw Banana post, like, Wizard 101, same mm -hmm. shit so good mm -hmm. you have to pay for that still i think and i refuse for wizard 101 i think you can start out free but i think there's like once you get to a point yeah you can't yeah. this street is only for members and i'm like that's stupid i can't get down there so yeah i don't i never really thought about doing that <laughs> I love that. I love that so much, though. I, I'll have to look into it more, more. More so. There we go. Wow. I'm getting to that point where words are just not a thing anymore. <laughs> no, I get you. It's, it's because there are. Sorry, there's a siren going past my house. Um, there's like a select group of people who take it really seriously, and mm -hmm. they're like, they call you it like in 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 tune words. They can't say you're a damn idiot, but like in you know, you're a not very nice dummy or like however they get around it um who take it very seriously and like if you don't hit the right thing they get mad at you and they'll like let your tune die but you when? don't really die you just get sad it's very cute it's very like the evil businessmen are coming to destroy the fun of toontown so we play pranks on them and it makes them explode like mm -hmm. it's a very fun light-hearted game and then they have like mini golf and i just fuck with mini golf <laughs> So that's all I've been doing. Just playing like <laughs> fishing playing. and mini golfing. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Um I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a game that has got gotten me through stressful times and all I can think of is just Animal Crossing and Stardew yeah. because they're just so relaxing games and you can literally do whatever you want in those games. I mean even with Stardew it, it seems like you I mean really with Stardew People get very anxious over the timing of it because you have to get everything done before 2 a.m. or you pass out and you have to pay the money. Um, I just kind of do whatever I want and then I just make sure, like, even if I do pass out, I really, I really don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, no. I passed out pay. and now I have to pay 500 gold. Like, I don't care. <laughs> how much money did you earn exactly. by staying up till 2 a.m like it's it's 
I mean, I used to get really panicky about yeah. it and like the community bundles. Mm -hmm. I used to get really panicked. And now I just sit there and like chop wood. I like doing mindless things when I'm stressed, yeah. like Minecraft. I do things for my friends where they say, I'm building this thing. I need 700 stone. And I'm like, girl, I got you. Give me two hours. <laughs> and I, I just it. listen to Netflix and I just pick away. Nice. Yeah, it was started. It was kind of like community bundles. So the first, my first playthrough, it took me till year three to actually finish the community bundles because I yeah. had no idea what I was doing. I had never seen any gameplay of it when I first played. So like, it uh -huh. was a lot of fun to mess around with that and just I I didn't know what I was doing, but uh, it was oh, nice to just does. kind of <laughs> mindlessly play the game and then get into the wiki for Stardew and then just kind of mindlessly you know, make a journal of it. And <laughs> yep. that's just kind of, you know, you just kind of get yourself right in there. Um, yeah. VBB asks, what is your proudest gaming moment? <laughs> Can I say journey <laughs> to the Prairie King? Like that is a, a flex. Honestly, listen. that game, I can't pass the first level right now. So <laughs> I can tell you right now, because I'm going to pull it up while I talk about it for a second. I can tell you, because you get a badge for doing it. And I can tell you right now, where is it? Activity. I got it. I got the badge. And it says, now I can't see it. Oh my gosh. Well, let me just say while I scroll, so I don't have too much dead space in here. Um, that, like any game, obviously Celeste is like the number one, because that was the, without a doubt, the hardest game I've ever played mm -hmm. was Celeste. That was the hardest game I've ever played. Um, so just me being someone who I never really considered myself to be a gamer. Mm -hmm. I never really thought that I fit that, you know, stereotypical boy, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, lifestyle. Right, right. Um, so the fact that that was such a hard game that people were really invested in was huge and then i just found it beating journey to the prairie king like i don't know how many people own this game on steam but 1.4 percent of us have this achievement yes i am so proud of that that's awesome and, and then you're when you one of them it, i know and then when you finish it it's like you thought you finished it try again and they make it harder and i'm like don't you tell me i gotta beat this again because i can't and then they give you, as the prize for beating it, you get a copy of Journey to the Prairie King's arcade machine that you can put in your house and you can play whenever you want. Which means I just play it more. <laughs> but You're like, well, shit, here I am. <laughs> playing <Well>. yet again. <laughs> um, I don't even know if I have a proudest gaming moment. <laughs> I don't, I don't, um... Oh god. Uh maybe nope. <laughs> I that's, just that's I don't the only one I could think of was I don't Journey. have any. That's it. Yeah. I mean, did you ever get like a five star island on Animal Crossing? Because I've never. Uh yes, and it was because I just was trying to empty my pockets. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> I was just trying to empty my pockets, and then someone's like, oh, what's your our stars on your island? I was like, sure, let me go check, and then it said five, five, five stars. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was just emptying out my pockets. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, and then uh, somebody said that I had five stars on my island earlier, and I I don't think I did because of uh, I was like, no, no, no. They're like, no, but you have the the lily of the valley. I'm like, uh, yeah, I think that was from my last island. <laughs> I just like brought it. I brought it over. I'm not complete. I don't remember where I put them, so maybe I don't. Not sure. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Um, but that is sorry. There we go. Okay. Um, that is the end of the question answer. Um, I do want to say thank you so much for um, being on the podcast with me. I really appreciate it. Um, it was very nice, like, being able to talk to you and, like, with the mental health and having kind of the same uh, viewpoints, and especially because, like, where you're going with it, you're having that education uh, on it and and everything. So it's it's, it's really cool to, to see the, the differences in it and all that. Thanks for having me. This is like so much fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. So, so the next guest is going to be A Rock75. Some of you guys know him from uh, not just my community, but from multiple other communities. Um, so it's going to be really fun to uh, talk with them uh, about their journey and how they've gotten through everything. Um, I'm really excited to talk to, talk to them. Um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a time, and that's going to be on uh, April tenth. Yes, April tenth. Again, I appreciate you for being on here for for answering my message when I was like, "Hey, you wanna you wanna be a part of yes. this?" Yes. Like I was like, I wanted to ask, but I didn't want to overstep, <laughs> so I was like, "I'll just sit and wait." <laughs> I'm like, and I tell this to everybody, like, I have a list uh, of the people that I do want to talk to at some point. And it's like, it's so nerve wracking for myself to, to, to message these people. Cause I'm like, yeah. so, some of these people I'm like, do I, do they want to be a part of it? Like, I don't know. Like, it's so nerve wracking to like, think that uh, maybe this person will, and, and I'm okay with someone saying no. Like, if right. someone told me no, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's just fine. I totally understand. Like, I get it. It's just the whole, like, just doing it in general is just kind of scary. And yeah. that is something I've been getting over. So I'm excited for the next bits that are coming up. And, yeah. So I appreciate yeah. you. Bye. Bye.